Well, just like that, it is time for another weekend and another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Adam, it's great to be with you on this Friday. And before we get into our topic of the day, I just want to say um, a wonderful thank you to everyone who listens to the show. We had a great 300th podcast not long ago, and we're actually going to talk to one of the people that made it a success today, Chris Green. Uh, he's my audio engineer for things like this. But before we get into his interview, I just had a brief announcement, and that is as of a couple weeks ago, when this finally posts, my van is paid in full. I figured you could appreciate that. I do. God really took me on a journey uh, with the whole van thing, and I won't uh, go into it here, but in 23 months, Adam, with the help of God's people, I paid off $29,000 on my auto loan, and so I'm very excited about that, and there will be a Thanksgiving celebration in September probably toward the end of September at my farm to celebrate that with uh, everyone who, who has given so generously and also who has, who has prayed for me because without you guys, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. And I'm so thankful for that. All right. Well, as I said, we're going to talk to Chris Green, our audio engineer. Um, but first, we are going to do our quote of the day. And this comes from Colossians 3, verses 23 through 24. And whosoever ye do, do it heartily, as to the Lord, and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. And this, to me, is a great reminder for life, because whatever we're doing, we need to remember that we're doing it for Christ. And I picked this verse because I feel like uh, that's... That's the experience I've had in working with Chris. He's very attentive to details. He, he wanted to give me, um, what I wanted and, um, he just, he paid attention. And so I want to recommend him to you and we're going to talk more about his ministry and his work, um, as we go through this interview. So Chris Green, welcome to the show. Thank you, Andrew and Adam. It's great to be speaking with you guys. All right. Well, we're just going to get right into these questions. Uh, first of all, can you tell us a little bit about your journey with Christ? That's something that we emphasize here on the podcast, so we'd really be interested to hear where the Lord has taken you. Absolutely, and I appreciate the question. That's a great question. Um, I'll try and uh, uh, condense it as a, it's a bit of a long story, but I mean, I grew up in a Christian home um, and, uh, you know, had a great family that way and everything, and so, you know, always around the church and everything like that. And and so I had, obviously, a concept of God, and um, I, I even had a relationship with God from a relatively uh, early age. I really look at it as, as I started taking it seriously probably when I was a teenager, but I made some mistakes um, throughout my life, um, particularly in my college days, and I really just... Uh, I my eyes were off of God, and I just felt like uh, you know, I mean, like, I don't want to make it sound like I was I was really wild or anything like that, but I made some mistakes, and I uh, I just kind of came to a point where I like to put it I like to say it's like God arrested me, and what I mean by that is He stopped me in my tracks, and He just said He was just like you know, 
Um, you know, you're looking for love or all, wherever you go, but I'm the one who loves you most and you just got to fall in love with me. And so I probably, for, probably for about a year, I just did all, a lot of studying in the word, a lot of prayer, just this whole idea of just being in love with this wonderful God that, um, that we have rather than just being, you know, just simply, you know, someone we, we kind of like God, but no, just, just to really love God as he loves us. So it's really, um, that's where that was really the turning point for me, and it's really changed the way I look at everything, to be honest. And it really should. I mean, as we alluded to in our our quote of the day, the idea is of a successful Christian life is that it permeates every part of our life, not just compartmentalized. Amen. So I really appreciate that perspective. Could you tell us a little bit about your family? Yeah, absolutely. I have a very um, creative family. Um, as you know, I do stuff with audio, but um, my, you know, my dad's a writer. He does uh, stuff with video as well. Um, my brother um, is an animator, um, does animation, um, and um, my sister is a one of my sisters is a piano teacher and a, a musician. So she composes music. She's composed music for a number of audio productions that I've worked on. Um, and then my other sister is in the culinary arts, so a, a little bit, a little bit of a different direction there, but still very artistic and creative. So she's uh, working her way up to be a chef, basically. And my mom is a graphic designer, photographer, um, and the manager of a newspaper. Uh, my parents own a newspaper, so there's there's always been a lot of creative uh, creativity going around uh, the house. And my parents taught me. Early on, particularly my dad, really emphasized the idea that as Christians, um, our creativity comes from God. You know, ultimately, God is the creator. You know, he created us all, and um, he wants to help create cool artistic things through us, um, whether it's, you know, um, you know, a piece of music, whether it's a great podcast like Speaking for Him, for example. All of these things are, you know, creative things that God wants to be able to do through us. So, Really, the better that we get to know God, the better we will get to be at our particular artistic uh, endeavors. It's really interesting that you you talk about your dad saying that um, being a creator is an important expression of your Christianity because uh, God said that he made us in his image. And he, as the creator God, obviously wants us to manifest creativity because that's who he is. And so... And also it says in the Bible that we will be more like him when we see him at the end of time um, because we will see him as he is. So I think it's very interesting uh, that you mentioned the creative aspect because it's so important. And I also feel like uh, you pretty much have every creative art covered in your family, <laughs> which is <Yeah>. – <laughs> so if I ever need any referrals for – culinary or for journalistic purposes or for video or any of that, I know where to go to the green. Family. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I guess the grass is always greener. So yeah, I know that was a little bit on the cheesy side, but I, I, I couldn't resist. So, um, Adam, could you give us the next question? Yeah, Chris, you know, being a radio guy myself, I love this because, you know, I get to nerd out with another person about radio stuff. But <laughs> I, I'm just so curious with all that creativity in your family. What what made you decide to like specifically start doing audio and, and video work? 
Sure. So audio for me in particular, I mean, we we obviously had a lot of creative options um, going on around the house um, that we can work on. I mean, the first thing that probably stuck out to me was writing, and I and I did a lot of writing. And um, I'm pretty. Sh- I imagine that you two are familiar with the uh, the radio program Adventures in Odyssey. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. So, I mean, growing up, I mean, I mean, I still listen to it. I'll be honest. Um, but mm-hmm. even, but growing up, we listened to it so much, and we just loved it. And um, so, um, when I was 13, I got a tape recorder for Christmas, and uh, so I would record my own uh, like uh, l- little audio dramas um, that I would make up and stuff. And, and I have the tape somewhere, and and, and they're they're uh, they're very. Um, <laughs> they're not very good, but <laughs> the that's what I did back then. And, Been and there. Uh, you know, <laughs> yep. So uh, I mean, a couple years later, I got like this disc of like sound effects from like a bargain store, and so I was like, oh, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a radio show on my computer just so I can use these sound effects. And so I kind of developed a story around the sound <laughs> because I just wanted an excuse <laughs> to use the sound effects. You know, uh, and it kind of developed over time, got some other friends involved, and then I started working on um, a larger um, audio drama of my own that I was writing, and it's, uh, it's it's available online. You can actually stream it for free. You can check it out. Um, it's called Shadows and Daylight. Um, I will say that it is it is it is a completely Christian show, but it is targeted at um, an older demographic than, say, um, Adventures in Odyssey is. So I'm just just throwing that in there that I wouldn't say that there's something anything inappropriate in there. It's just that it is targeted at an older audience. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of a mystery show um, from a, a Christian perspective. And um, so done that for a little while. And so, yeah, I just I really got into audio as an interesting means of storytelling, um, because I think that um, just audio as a medium is a really interesting way to tell a story because it invites the listener to sort of paint the image with their imagination. So you kind of you can, the, the listener actually becomes a part of the creative process. They get to uh, take part in it. So I kind of branched out from there. I um, I t- took my show, Shadows and Daylight, had my pilot episode, and uh, I started emailing it to uh, people who and people in the industry who I thought uh, I, who I respected and who I thought might have something uh, some valuable constructive criticism for me. And one of those people was as you, someone you both of you know, which would be Kevin McCreary. And uh, Kevin McCreary uh, kind of gave me some some uh, some input, and then he asked me to help him on a project he was working on. So then I did some a few things with Kevin, and then uh, he uh, helped me find uh, other gigs and everything like that. And then that's uh, how I came across you guys, as <laughs> as you guys know the story there. But um, but yeah, so I really kind of started in audio because of storytelling. Um, but I think what I, I just enjoy audio in general. Yeah. I like, I like the aspect of a couple things. Number one, you can multitask when you're listening to it. So mm-hmm. I, I often listen to other podcasts or old time radio shows. I love old time radio shows. Oh yeah. Well, I, um, 
write my own podcast because oh. I can I don't have to like if I'm watching Netflix there's no way I'm going to watch Netflix and write I mean I've tried <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't work very well so no. I like to do audio and then just also if I you know if I have opportunities to voice act then I, being someone in a wheelchair I'm not limited to par- mm. parts for people in a wheelchair mm-hmm. I could play almost anybody behind the mic and so you can become anything, yeah. So for me, it's a it's an equalizer to be here in the studio because I talk about my disability because it's a part of who I am. But as far as someone just coming across the show, they're not going to know that right away. And so oh, yeah. that's kind of something that I really like about that because um, people make a lot of preconceived, uh, you know, ideas known, or they they allow that to dictate how they respond to me. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I have plenty of friends that don't, but I'm just saying that's my experience. So, so radio is kind of an equalizer in that way. Absolutely, that's really cool. So, if you ever need, if you're ever interested in doing some voice acting too, I'll I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Well, hey. yeah, if you're planning to do more audio dramas, that would be awesome. And we're also planning. We keep saying this, but we're gonna do it. Uh, I found out that the Pilgrim's Progress is in the public domain, so we're gonna do a multi-voice reading of that hopefully unabridged that would be cool so i I did one with a christmas carol which you've heard snippets of because Mm -hmm. you've used it in my highlights so that's good Mm -hmm. but um so yeah i definitely relate to that i had the tape recorder there was like (laughs) a five-year period as a teenager where i carried a micro cassette recorder wherever i went (laughs) so um but Moving on to your business, uh, what is what is the name of your business, and how can we get in touch with you to give you some more work? For sure. So, um, oh, sort of overarching um, the various um, artistic and media things that uh, my my whole family does. Um, we have you can check out a website called Greenstream Studio. It's at greenstreamsstudio.ca because uh, we're in in Canada, so it's .ca, <laughs> but, um, and you can check that out, and uh, it kind of gives you uh, information on each of the different things that we're doing, um, but if you want to contact me directly, the best thing to do is to email me. Um, you can email me at uh, Chris, C-H-R-I-S, Neil, N-E-I-L, green, it's spelled just like the color, at gmail.com. All right, thank you for that. We'll make sure to post that on the blog post that goes with this episode as well. And so um, make sure, folks, that as you're listening, you float over to the blog um, so that you can get this information. All right, so now we come to our your part with our show. And, yes, we were introduced by Kevin McCreary. I think it's awesome the way God works because I, I found Kevin through Blimey Cow – because he yes. hung out with those guys, and I yep. thought it was so cool that these homeschoolers had a had a channel where they talked freely about homeschooling and made these cool videos. Mm-hmm. And then he started podcasting with them, which started out as they were going to have one podcast, and now and that they've done like five or six iterations. And I think <laughs> Josh does like three concurrently because yeah. he just he loves that stuff, which is awesome. But um, I pretty pretty much listened to at least one episode of every every podcast they've done. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, so I uh, contacted Kevin as a result of um, 
hearing about his channel, Say Goodnight Kevin, and I actually interviewed him about that a while back. And then I had him do some different um, stuff, and he actually did... I think he might have done one of my highlight reels, and then he also did mm-hmm. a, does the outro for my podcast, so that I don't always have to do the same outro in person mm-hmm. every time. So that's been a blessing, because I used to always mess it up. So it's just good to have somebody else doing it on a recording. But so talk to me about um, what it's been like to um, work on speaking for him and to do these highlight reels. For sure, for sure. Um, before I answer that, I just want to kind of throw in there. I just, it's really interesting how you're mentioning the pathway that you, that you came across, Kevin, because that's very similar to my own experience. I, I found out about him from Blimey Cow. But then in a reverse way, um, even though I found out about him from Blimey Cow, he's got me to do, um, several things for Blimey Cow, um, as a, as a result when they did their, um, their, they did two animated, uh, videos before and I did the, the uh, the sound design for those uh, well fully for one sound design for the other and my sister actually did the, the musical score but anyways I'm I'm getting off topic now so yeah back to the um, the question at hand but speaking for him um, I guess going back to the first one I did was for the two hundreds reel um, and that was really cool because I'd never heard of the show before. Uh, beforehand, but going through all the reels, I was just like, this show is amazing. There's so many different types of topics that you guys talk about. Um, there's a lot of variety, but it's always uh, very encouraging and always uh, pointing back to Jesus, and that's the beauty of it. And so uh, I really I really liked um, what, you had to, what you had to say, and it just, it was just it was just really interesting and really encouraging. So, yeah, um, and then again on the on the three hundreds as well. Working on the process, the actual um, the technical process um, was a really good experience too. Um, as well, it uh, you know taught me a lot. Every time I work on one of these things, uh, whoever I'm doing it for, I'm always learning a bit of something new as I go. Um, and so it was a real. It was uh, it was fun to put it together to find to looking for those uh, as you look through the different clips you're looking for that sort of um, knock it out of the park kind of quote where you're like yeah that quote that that sums up the the episode this section here just kind of like says it all and so just looking for those uh, was pretty interesting and then um, just music underneath for just to keep the reel interesting and fresh um, it. It uh, kind of carried along, so I have you know going through and trying to select music and trying to look for okay now what 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 uh, what music am I gonna uh, and I was guessing I'm like what kind of music do I think Andrew would like I'm gonna see what what we've got here and you know trying to select sometimes music that was appropriate to what was being discussed even for example is it is it a uh, you know from a Christmas episode you know and then uh, what music fits for. Um, a Christmas one, and uh, there was another, I remember on the, um, I don't think it was on the 300th reel, but on the 200th reel, there was an interview with a uh, a very young country singer, I think he was like, maybe like 12, I can't, I can't remember, mm-hmm. but, um, and um, very interesting interview, but for that particular interview, I'm like, okay, I want some like country music playing under here and stuff, um, so just, just kind of 
playing with that, finding the right sources, making sure I got the, the royalty-free music. Um, I think in most of it was royalty-free stock music, I believe, but in one case, actually one piece was a, a piece of music in a Christmas, around the Christmas section, um, is a, a piece that I actually composed myself. So, Well, that's awesome. I... Uh, you know, I was I've, I have to tell you too, folks, that you need to give specific instructions. The first time Chris put together a reel for me, he did a full half an hour reel, which was fine, <laughs> but it wasn't good for my purposes because I hadn't made clear what I wanted. So when I went back and told him exactly what I wanted, then he was more than willing to comply. So just make mm-hmm. sure that you're very clear when you ask somebody to work for you. But yes. Um, that's really neat to know that part of that was composed by you because I thought it turned out very well. And mm-hmm. did you do you have like do you have a favorite episode? Because I know uh, when, oh, you, when after you did the first episode, you said that you kind of wanted to start listening because you legitimately mm-hmm. thought it was a great show, which I was very encouraged by. So, do you have a favorite mm-hmm. episode? Wow, a favorite episode, man. Um... Oh, I'm trying to think now. I did really like that one with the country singer, too. That one was really particularly... I, I forget his name now, unfortunately. That's Landon um, Wall. Landon Wall. That's it, Landon Wall. Yeah. And while we're on the subject, I'd encourage people to look him up because he's he's composing new songs all the time, and his first CD is in the works. So mm-hmm. I told him I want the exclusive, so we'll see if that works out. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah. For sure. That yeah, that was a really interesting one. It's interesting to see how people take those very specific things, like country music. You know, it's more specific than just being a musician. It's a specific genre, and then just using that for the Lord. That's just really that's really cool. There was also one that um, uh, that I really enjoyed, and I, I believe it was all it was about a camp um, that uh, that uh, you've been involved with, Andrew. Um, are attending um, for for a number of years. If, I, if I'm remembering it correctly, um, I'm trying to think. Of that what it's sounds called. right. Um, I yes. had I had Bill Bennett on. He was the he was the yes. program director there for or the the director there for many years, and he had mm-hmm. just recently retired. And we talked about his life in ministry, and he's one of my spiritual heroes. So it was just it was just very exciting to have him into the studio. And I think. That's probably the best thing about podcasting is the people that I've met, you know, not Mm. only on the, like, just because of the great interviews I've done, but then the people I've worked with, like Kevin and like yourself, that I I didn't know from Adam, but God had a plan for, for bringing them together. And now I have not one, but two great producers that rotate and help me to produce a really great show. And I couldn't do it without... Um, all of you, if I just sat in a booth or in my, in my bedroom trying to produce a podcast solo, nobody would want to listen to it. <laughs> Let's be honest. So I really appreciate everybody's efforts that go into it. Plus it's just super fun when you're working with other people. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like there's a good pun in there somewhere when you said that, uh, you, you didn't know them from Adam. Um, I feel like there's a good pun there for, uh, for Adam McNutt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, um, so we're just, we're going to wrap this up, but I just have a couple more questions for you. First of all, what's the best piece of advice you could give to someone who's considering an audio video career like yourself? Mm-hmm. For sure. Best piece of advice. Wow. I'm trying to think of which one's the best, but I can think of a few. Um, you know, first, the, the, the two things that I tell people 
is um, do regular projects and do projects for someone else. And what I mean is that uh, lots of times I think, you know, um, in, in any kind of creative um, endeavor, uh, people can have a tendency to, they've, they've got an idea for their creative thing, and they don't necessarily come alongside other people um, instinctively, um, but they want to use their gift on their thing. But I think there's a, there's a, there's a, a really exciting, unique blessing for sure with coming alongside somebody else who has a vision um, for what they're doing and then being that, that support and that help with your gift supporting theirs. Um, but the other reason from a very practical standpoint why I say do something for somebody else is because when you're starting out, um, you might know that you don't know uh, everything about about audio, but you don't necessarily know what it is that you don't know. And so working with somebody else who has more experience than you, they can help you learn um, in a constructive way what, what you could improve on. Um, and they've got, a very, they've got a specific thing in mind, and so working with them helps you to, to, to get that, um, that, uh, that worked out. So that would be my first bit of advice on that. The second bit of advice on that that I would give is just that they um, that they also do something regular, something like once a week at least, um, whether it's just a made-up made up project to keep their skills um, going or whether it's something um, very practical. So those would be probably the two biggest pieces of advice I would give. Well, I know when I was first starting to explore this world of podcasting, I originally got this idea because I knew there was, you know, open time in the studio here at WJQ. And actually, I started doing devotions on the morning show here. And that's how I got the opportunity to do podcasts here. But as I was exploring the idea, I thought, well, maybe I'll do a one hour podcast once a month. And that's that was my thought process. And then somebody told me, they're like, you won't be relevant to anyone oh, wow. if you do it only once a month. And okay. an hour is a long time to talk mm-hmm. was something that I found out after we started recording. Uh, it's one of my favorite stories. Adam and I's favorite stories is the, the first day we were in here recording. I did the first episode. I felt like I talked a lot, looked over at Adam, said, how long was it? He said it was seven and a half minutes. <laughs> 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 like, that was and, a good first scene. <laughs> and I'm like, that it just shows me that this is harder work than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. every time I near burnout, God gives me new inspiration. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, do you have a favorite Bible verse or a life verse that you can share with us as we end? Absolutely. Um, right off the top, I would say 2 Corinthians 4, 7, um, which says that, you know, we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. And to me, that verse just talks about the fact that, um, you know, it's all God and all glory to Him, and we're just along for the ride. And that's the greatest joy that we can have is to be along for, for God's ride, for His plan, and to show others um, just how amazing he is just by, just by simply living, um, as, as he asks us to. And I think that fits in really well with your mandate too, with your show, with your speaking for him. You know, you are that, uh, that jars of clay vessel that, uh, he's working through. Well, I thank you for your time, Chris. Thank you for your encouragement. I hope 
that we'll keep in touch and and uh, obviously I will let you know uh, when this podcast posts and uh, we will definitely try to get your information up there on the blog so that other people can contact you again. I'm very thankful for how small God makes the world and how he brings people into our lives to accomplish his, his mission. So I really thank you for your time. Have a wonderful day. You too. God bless. All right, well, that about wraps up today's show. Uh, if you want more information on Christopher Green, just go to our blog. And if you have any questions or comments, you can contact us with the information that we'll roll here at the end of the show. Um, and so until next time, I just want to say have a great weekend and keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking for Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review.